everybody, and welcome to uh, the FilmReview.com podcast. I'm still getting used to I that, still really. I, I look at you when you do that. Uh, I'm like, what are you I off know, the script now? What are you, what are you talking what about? Are you uh, I'm your host, FilmReview.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it's the Fantastic Four, or actually, it's F- Fantastic Four. It's, there's no, oh, right. there's, there's no, no the. the. They dropped the, yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four, which has been getting horrible reviews, right? And uh, set it and everybody knows about that. Yeah, I think it's about twenty five ish on uh, Metacritic, which is actually not that bad. That's, that's not that, that bad. That's not the worst movie ever. No. Or anything. Um, no, it's not good, but still. Right. And uh, and yeah, so <laughs> twenty five out of a lot of reviews. It, right. That's the that's the other thing. Right. You can have it's not it's not like some people can tank it. But yeah. There's a lot of people seeing it yeah there's there's it's it's interesting when uh every once in a while the large gets exposure to embargoes on film reviews right (laughs) because nine times out of uh eight i think you're gonna be nine out of nine (laughs) you you know you you never know when there's an embargo what date the embargo you know whatever so it's really when it's mostly when you should anyway, explain embargo to it, anybody. Who it, it's just most know it's it. mostly when studios are pretty convinced that their movie sucks. Right. So then then you can't uh, release your review until like the day before it comes out. Right. Sometimes it's like the, day, the day it comes out. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes happening. being you know getting a press screening is no better than just yeah going to it because right. it, you can't even do it the same day. Right. Uh, an embargo. I think everybody would. Uh, I'm going to assume everyone would know, but I'll tell you anyway. Yeah. Uh, It's just when you know you see the movie really early and then you're not allowed to put out your review until X date or whatever. And usually, if they do it, it's, you know, a day before it comes out, maybe two days before it comes out, something like that. It's usually really close to release. And the hope is that it will be too late for your negative review to affect who's going to go to the right, movie. Right. Which, and and that embargo, you know, reviews are almost. I actually don't know if I I, I feel worse about that than uh you know every once in a while a film just gets released and they don't show it to anybody. Right. Right. Like they're just like, no, we don't want any critical help. Yeah. There, or anything. there just are no it. press screens. And that yeah. almost always means that they have no faith in it anyway. But. But if you go out and you tell somebody like, yeah, here's the, you know, here's the release. You can see it, but right. you have the embargo for this date. Right. That almost guarantees that it's. But, but it's it. it's not like but people would know about it anyway because people aren't reviewing it. Going right. so this is the I can now release this. Right. You know, nobody yeah. mentions no. it right yeah. now. Sometimes there are embargoes. Don't think that just because there. You hear it's that not a there bad is one. Right. Sometimes there's an embargo because you see a movie really early, right? And they don't want you to put out your review, you know, three months before it comes yeah, out right. in theaters, or you know, who knows. But yeah. anyway, anyway, so uh, so what it did here was it was like I said, you usually wouldn't notice that it it has happened, except that here it was like the floodgates opened on horrible reviews all in one day. So it was like, it was kind of noticeable that everyone's review came out on the one day and they were all really bad. And uh, then the director comes out with his, I don't know, response. I don't know if it's a, you know, we'll say, yeah. (laughs) Um, And basically 
blames it all on 20th Century Fox yeah. and says uh, he <laughs> claims he has a good version of this movie. Yeah. And the studio ruined it by right. forcing him to change all these things and, and whatever. Anyway, uh, before we just start reviewing the movie, right? Uh, we do have a little bit of news. And, you know, I do want to say we got, we have ever since we started doing the critic takedown we've got a lot of emails yeah and i we i don't have another one to do this week so next week i'm hopeful that i'll have one but as i started going through a lot of them and we've kind of talked about this before but if you have someone's review uh that you want us to do the critic takedown on where uh, we basically make fun of other movie critics is right. what it comes down right. to yeah. really uh, yeah. Send that into us at either uh, mark at wn.com or you can send it to markiesman at rescreening.com and uh, I will still get that. Um, but here's the thing. I started going through a whole bunch of them. I knew I had a lot of them that people have emailed us. So it's my own fault for not going through them more diligently. Because I just figured I had a lot of them. I'm like, oh, I'll get one. And right. really what happens is, uh, first of all, we have to agree with you. <laughs> right. That's actually a big part, right? Uh, if we go look at the <laughs> thing and go, uh, that person hated the movie and we, eh, we hated we it did, too. Yeah, nothing there. <laughs> then, I, I agree then, with that person. Then, then there's nothing to do with that. But the other thing is that we have to actually really disagree with them. Right. Or else it kind of doesn't make sense. Right. And uh, you well, know, if, 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 be jerks, if then, we rated you know, it a five, right, and somebody rated it a one, right, then it's eh, whatever. Right. I mean, it's not, a little, I, I'm not invested in defending that movie all that much, right, right. So if they hated it, you hated then it fine, more than right? I did, but only barely. And yeah. I even came up with a couple of them that I found this week where I really liked the movie, they really hated the movie, mm -hmm. but you know, I could. It was a well-written review. They just had the opposite view that I had. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of defended it. They made good points. Sure. And I'm like, hey, you know, we have opposite takes on this movie, but you're allowed to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> right. What you're not allowed to do is have a really stupid review. Right. Like the ones that we have done so far in the right. where. We, you know, when people write a review, you're not even convinced they saw it. Like the Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> one comes to mind, which, right. you know, that's fine if you didn't like it as much as I did. But but you don't get to say that it's a soulless, humorless, like, thing that isn't like my favorite episode of Friends. <laughs> and, right. Who, who and not, and and not say anything that defends you know, right. what you say. Then, or then okay, you're fair game. Let's, let's go. So keep those coming in uh, so that we have some to pick from right. and and i'm really hoping that we will uh, jump back in with that next week and do it every week if we can i had i had somebody they never followed through because i told them they had to email it uh or tweet into us about it but i i knew somebody uh last year who said that it would be really fun for us to and i can't remember the exact movie she she named but she had a very specific movie that she had liked it would be like if we hated anna karenina but, but we didn't. We actually really loved it. But if we had hated it and she loved it, she's like, I want you to watch that again and give me your, you know, not instant reaction anymore. Like, do you still oh, feel right, the way you do? Right. And I'm thinking, I would be up for that. It's real hard to get you to rewatch something, let alone something <laughs> right. you didn't like the first time. You, you know, yeah. I mean, how, how easy is it going to be to get you to watch 
I'm evil that, again. Yeah, you know, not that, doing that. That's going to be hard. <laughs> right. You know, but it, I thought that was an interesting thing, which is kind of like the critic takedown. Right. But I mean, that could be a thing to do if we gave something like a three or a four. And someone five, was like, this, and someone just, said, "No, it's you know, it's it, not. It's basically just right. you know a second look. You know, what's the if second I gave look it, at it zero in the <laughs> first zero, I'm never gonna carry again or Resident Evil. So, all right, so uh, you know, there wasn't real interesting news this week, unless I missed something. No, um, there there was plenty of news, obviously, but uh, there wasn't anything that was fantastic or or are it, you gonna do that all week or Fantastic that, or it was fantastic news for a film that I didn't care about. Right. Like it was right. really yeah. interesting, but yeah. I don't care what happens with that movie anyway. But yeah, uh, you know, I guess the big news that I felt like is worth mentioning: um, Rhonda, like, like ghost kids <laughs> in the studio. That's that, awesome. That's, if I hear Carol Ann that's, that's come to the light, weird. Um, uh, Rhonda, um, Rhonda Rousey, Rousey, Rousey. Yep. Okay. Uh, she, whatever. She's. <laughs> I know your name, Rhonda. She's. It's okay. uh, she's going to star in her own biographical movie based on her own auto in life autobiography, right? Which you so, would think I'm doing that so, right now. So that's news. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's. You know what I think the problem with that what? movie is. Yeah, I mean, what? well, one of the pro- there. You have the a problems, lot of problems are that whole yeah. bit of news actually right. but you, you know the thing that i think is the problem with that is they can't make that movie fast enough right because by the time they make that movie i mean she is already in a bizarre other level of popularity and you pop, know culture like storm yeah pulp culture you know noteworthiness for a female athlete you know to an extent that apart from a few Olympians that right. it didn't last long after the Olympics yeah. anyway. Right. By the time this movie comes out, you know, her moment's going to be gone unless they yeah. just spend like half the movie's budget, just doing things totally unrelated to the movie to make sure that she stays, right. you know, in Relevant the spotlight and, somehow. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Still, I think playing yourself in a movie is, you know, I don't know that people who are really good actors or actresses that I think could pull off playing yourself in a movie Agreed. about. I think it takes. I think it takes an incredible director and a lot of not confidence because certainly if you're an Olympian and a, a professional athlete and you've been in other films, like she's got confidence to spare. But right. you have to have a very and she's deft been touch. in things right. And she hasn't been bad in them necessarily, but and, she's very bit part in them, so you don't and, know. And, but you know, she but was in, she absolutely. was in Furious Seven, right. and she was just like another fighting person. She I wasn't feel like, acting exactly anyway. Right. I feel like know? if there was, I feel like if there was a biography of Tom Cruise starring Tom Cruise, he could pull it off because the guy's an actor. Probably, you know, yeah. he might he might not be that great. But, it might know. not end up being an interesting movie, right? But, but he, he would he be okay. Be the reason it, sure. it, it failed, you know. But yeah, you're right. It, when you get someone to play themselves, oftentimes it just doesn't, and and it almost seems like it's always like an athlete, you know. Or uh, or the whole project is one of these things where uh, we think that by and large, people who are fans of hers are pretty stupid, and they'll just watch it anyway, whatever. and it won't matter. And we, well, as long that. as as long as we put it out, we'll make right. a bunch of money. There's that too, because whatever her fan base is, they will absorb that. At 
cost. Right. You know, so there's a guaranteed market for it. But whether or not that makes it any good, we'll decide. I don't know. We'll anyway. decide. So speaking of good movies, uh, yeah, Pez dispensers are getting a movie. That's news. That that's Man, a thing that's happening. Anything. My pencil's gonna have a. I just. A movie I think soon. it's so weird. So this is like uh, the greatest like kids film ever. You know. No, there's no way. Yeah. I don't think you're, so. You're as soon cynic. as you know this whole like board game and toy movie thing. I mean, right. now there's. It was not that long ago that. Uh, we hear that Monopoly's getting a getting <laughs> yeah, that game. Getting game. I don't even know what that could. Be. And you know the the thing that's the worst about it is it's not like this is new, right? But I mean, ever since you know Clue and right. He Man and the Masters of the hey, Universe, and, fun. and I mean, right. yeah, and Clue, Clue's a great, Clue's a, fun Clue's a really good film. But but I know what you mean. But half the time, it's it, it doesn't even relate to the thing right. nearly. Or whatever I don't know, but like, what could a Monopoly movie mean? Really? Maybe they maybe they mean what it could in a way Pez like Pez dispenser movie mean? I'm thinking either <laughs> this is going to be like the dumbest thing ever, or it's going to be a movie about a kid right. and have almost nothing to do with Pez dispensers, except that collects and part of the story. I've seen an awful right. I've I seen mean, an awful lot of strange insane. stuff from Yo Gabba Gabba to you know, Lego movies, uh -huh. you know? And I mean, maybe they're armless, legless, bouncing Pez dispensers who can talk. And, From another planet. Right. Maybe, maybe some sprinkles down and it's a toy story with, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Know. And uh, uh, so also speaking of uh, games, see, we're is leading, Jumanji we're, the best we're leading of the in. Game? No, Clue is the best uh, of the game. You know, movies. I was just going to say, Jumanji, right? now they're talking reboot. That, that was another that was another piece Jumanji, of news. Jumanji, yeah. Anyway. Jumanji good movie. I did a movie that I, I didn't like the sequel one. Uh, I never saw where it's one. the like the space one and oh, uh yeah. uh John Favreau directed yeah. it, I think. Right. Uh I didn't love that one. Parts of it were okay, but it was a little weird. But Jumanji is awesome. But you know, I think Jumanji's only really Robin Williams is in it. Right. Anybody else? Now, so yeah. that means if you reboot it, you're insane. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Anyway, but they're going to do it anyway. And then, speaking of reboots, see how I'm connecting it all together? Yeah. Uh, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street now rebooting right. again. Again. Which I, I feel like there's a, a Nightmare on Elm Street and the story of it and everything that it's, it's very similar to me, like, uh, you know, Jason movies mm -hmm. and stuff that was like from the like late seventies, eighties yeah. and all that stuff where, you know, what was good <laughs> about right. them was how goofy and cheesy the horror was then that, and you could get away with it right. and it was okay. And it's like rebooting it like the last time we saw Freddy. Mm -hmm. That movie was horrible because you're taking something and you know you're trying to update it, but updating it means taking out everything that was good about it in right. the first place. And you know, it's like you always say about horror movies, you know, they they're constantly changing because people are different things, right? You know, like if you make right. a movie in the 80s. First of all, the, these are like camp, yeah. campy, right. you know, kind of silly-ish yeah. things. Anyway, I don't, I don't think anyway that the Nightmare on Elm Street movies were the the movie where you were trying to really have 
crap scared out of you. They were like goofy, fun, watch with a group and, you know, jump scenes and weird crap, you know. Anyway, but now you like update them and try to make them seriously scary. And I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. It's just weird. And and bother anyway, you're not going to make that much money. The last one didn't. Right. make a lot of money no. it's there's other ideas to have there's a lot i mean it's and then I, I it sucks to be resigned to things not just because they're from our past or our childhood per se but just when you reboot a property now it just seems like always such a money grab and then when you three boot it which is what i'm calling them for all the time if you reboot or reboot again now you're just shameless like you, right. unless you absolutely are the rare exception where you have something really original to offer or you're like look this character really hasn't been seen this way right you know then okay give it a shot but don't just reboot like hey technology means i can scare you in 3d better right you know, that's not a good enough reason or or yeah you have something you really think that you can do with it right you know or like the man from uncle movie that's coming out yeah i I think is a pretty legitimate uh effort at doing something i mean first of all show from ages ago right that people most people who see it aren't even going to know there was a tv show (laughs) Right, right exactly and and it looks like it's being made because we really want to do something interesting. Right. And it's, and it's guy Ritchie and he usually, he usually makes stuff because he has an interesting idea. He usually go wrong. Right. But he's got a genuine idea that's of interest. So, right. But he's not just sitting there going, uh, you know, man from uncle movie to make me some bank right Right. now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Like, so I'll, so I'll knock something out. That'd be a nice film. To be surprised at. I'm kind of nervous about that one. Yeah. And uh, so speaking of uh, rebooting everything, it, uh, we're on to Spider-Man. So the interesting yeah. news this week about Spider-Man is that it's supposedly not an origin story. Right. That that's, that's that a, makes you super happy. That's the story we're sticking with now. And yeah, that makes me super happy because happy, I love that idea. Because right. if we're to keep making Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and we're going to keep having you know new actors, and every five or six years we have to see him again. I don't want to watch him get made into how many the times thing you have to again. see Uncle Ben it's die? Like, exactly. You know, we all know it. I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm saying it, but the thing that's weird is that for months we've been talking about how our plan is to move everybody back to high school, right? where the story really started in comic books when Peter Parker was in high school and all yeah. this and have it be uh, a lot more of like the high school drama right going on in and that and then I'm thinking how can it not be an origin story then how how early can you go right <laughs> and then because if it's not an origin story then he's already Spider-Man and he has been for a while and we're not really going to talk about how he became spider-man right but we're in high school which is how are you gonna make that i don't don't know know. you know i i agree with you on a lot of these things i don't ever need to see you know superman you know rocket to earth again or you know bruce wayne's parents get shot in the alley again but i actually when it comes to spider-man i actually kind of all origins i kind of enjoyed that part of the origin telling like seeing him develop like how does each director and actor go through what we already know they've got to do right it, it for some reason with that one character i i almost can take it yeah I, you know for me it's worse with 
Spider-Man, yeah. especially just yeah. because of the way the movies have gone. Yeah. I mean, you know, we I got to watch one movie where he just kind of magically think, has the web power right. to shoot. Then I got to watch another one where he invents the thing. I guess I guess that's and it. Like I, back and forth and back and right. forth. And I guess with Bruce Wayne, all all the he can feel sorry and do a lot of push-ups. Right. Like obviously, I'm oversimplifying. Superman, he rockets to Earth. Everyone's like, don't squeeze, you know, Pa's hand that tight. Right. You know these kind of things. Don't throw cows over the moon. But with Spider-Man, at least, because of the onset of his powers, there's there can be like a little flexibility. Like, how do you figure out he can stick fast reflexes? Like, and that was one of the things I really like. Well, how do you Raimi's how do you films. try to do something with you know spidey senses? Right, right. And, and and what I would love for them to do is to have you know I always thought it was really cool when Tobey Maguire was learning that he was really fast and really agile, but there was no there was no margin of error. Like there would be fun. The fun there, I guess, to say, like, you can overcompensate, you move too quick, and you make the accident happen anyway until you realize, like, I'm really fast. Right. I should only move this fast to catch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you hate it. Uh, and then uh, it. We're, th that's about all the news. And now I have a piece of news that doesn't really connect, and that is that uh, Moretz is going to be in Neighbors 2, which makes me very mm. sad because I like her. And, yeah, I like her too. And I guess there's a possibility that mm. uh, she could do something interesting to this, but now yeah. it's the uh, we've moved on to the sorority. You know, that's the uh, devil spawn right gag of whatever. Right. So the, maybe the thing that bums me out more about that is that I think she's great. I think she's really talented, and I think she's got all kinds of promise. But you know, if this is what she's doing, maybe that's maybe that's kind of depressing. I don't know. She's been in plenty who of knows? stuff, but yeah, uh, I'd like to yeah. see her do more really great. I'd, I'd like to see her, you know, a bunch more. No, it, sure. That's all. So I and, guess that's it. And then no more Carrie and a lot of hit girl. It's like a kick-ass 18 yeah. hit woman, hit woman, whatever. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the origin story. I need an origin story. Yeah. Fantastic four. So we've, <laughs> we've put off that we've movie as long as we can. I'm, uh, just jump right out there with my rating. Yeah, uh, love this. I I I loved it compared to everyone else. I yeah. guess I don't know. I, I give it a three and a half. Ooh, that's that's a lot lower than I thought you were gonna go. Oh, it is. Yeah, I thought you were gonna be like four and a half, almost uh, maybe. Five now. <laughs> moment talking about middle of the road. No, I, you know three I and a half? I thought at the end uh, it's it's not. I can't five, right? But it's not average. But I, but I don't hate it. And part of the thing for this movie, and even though is you know it's not uh, right, and, it's it's and on the cost. You're right. Is that uh, the movie? I felt like when I was watching it, and I know a lot of people will see this differently, but I felt like it didn't really have that much bad had you know, this lack of good <laughs> it did you know <laughs> and and those are boy you're splitting hairs those are different yeah you know? they it's, are different it, it's not they that it, it's not that it was doing all this bad stuff it wasn't doing good stuff i wanted and as much as a lot of uh goofy yeah most of it you know for just kind of like on popcorn i was like going eh, all right until it got worse the closer it got to the end right uh for me anyway i right. there were 
in the beginning love probably through half the movie kind of just going eh, why does everyone hate this so bad i yeah. mean i could see not liking it right which right. which i think is kind of the, a similar you know difference it doesn't have good versus having bad right yeah I, people not liking that going eh, really hating it and yeah. you know give everybody's giving it like a zero or a one or something like that i'm like I don't know. Why does everyone hate this? And then, you know, the last 15 minutes, I was like, ah, maybe everyone hates maybe. that <laughs> enough. That... I can talk 30 minutes, but, you know, I can talk about why I... I this is... Okay. Sorry, I'm going to back up You're going to give it a negative number. No, you're right. This is actually a really weird film. And I know every week we probably find a way to say, God, this was a really weird review for us in a different way film that is by that did a like was going superhero film it, it was like it was really like 2012 fun. i think and i can't remember when uh, that was i think it, doesn't I think, matter. I think it was, it was about, about 2012 it, yeah, yeah it was 2012 that's good memory uh josh josh trank has the ability to do a good super with to it problem he's a bit of a uh some might argue an eagle maniacal kind of self-obsessed jerk and and others would also just say he's a real creative guy which is a real strong a pretty creative quick guys a pretty quick decision to come to since it's only a, a done. and i think from from seeing those i don't you know i don't we're not facebook friends i don't see his instagram photos i don't have lunch with him i just know what i see in interviews or what he puts forth and when he puts things forth he seems very confident and then kind of brash and sometimes i've disagreed with his statement films because he's come out and swung hard at like man of steel or other right, properties right. and said hey i know how to fix all this stuff because i'm josh because i'm the guy you know right. and it and it and it's interesting because i think he's truly capable of making a really good film and i saw his first effort and and was pretty surprised at how enjoyable it was if the interview took him and made a mockery out of what he was doing or he was a head case problem and the studio had to come in and fix all these things that he was just screwing up anyway. So what do we, what do you do? You rate the movie based on like what it could have been or what you saw, what I saw. The movie. And, and that's, that's and it's not based on, again, I didn't hate this movie, but I was, I was bored almost throughout. I was disengaged and uninterested. And that doesn't even come from being a fantastic four fan. Like, again, I, I know the heroes. I know stuff. Right. Neither no, are huge. I, I'm fantastic. never going to wear their t-shirt. Right. You know, I don't have a lot of their comics, but at least, at least there's the capability there to tell a great story. And I know that because the Incredibles did it. Right. And the Incredibles is the best fantastic four film ever, ever filmed this movie. If anybody's a big fan, film, they have likely seen the Jessica Alba, uh, Chris Evans, two films that came out like seven years ago. And geez, maybe even 10 years ago, 2005 right, right. and seven, I think. And if you're a big fan, you probably even saw the Roger Corman film in the 90s, which is a horrible mess of right. like fake suits right. and bad diet. This movie is worse than that. And that's not even trying to get a laugh out of anybody. It, this is the worst Fantastic Four film I think anybody could make because of the problems that are there. And, the, and you said something when we walked out, you know, when I was trying to give Josh Trank a pass. You know, I was going to give him a little bit of a pass just because I liked Chronicles so much. Remind me, 
that even if the studio did take away stuff, there are a few scenes in there that I do like, but the majority of stuff that's on that on the screen is, is not good. And that's right. him, you know, that's that's the screenwriter and that's him. I, I guess instead of like laying blame at the cast, which very talented in other projects. Yeah, I don't, I know? don't, I don't so think, really weird. I, I don't actually think anyone in the cast did anything wrong. I think they were all, think, they were all fine. I think at, at I, worst they were, they were good enough. No, I, nobody was, I, I don't I think doing anything horrible. I, I, I think they, what the director wanted. Right. And, and in that way, I agree with you hundred percent. I still think that I think Toby Kebbell, Cabell who plays Dr. Doom, I think he's horrible. I think he was horrible from I, the start. I think he's a pastiche characterization of I like think, this emo I, kid. Who I think hates he. The world. I think he's a little goofy. Yeah, but you know, but he's not. What, what I think, what I, th I think is goofy is the lines he's saying. Right. The, and that's not. And, the, well, and that's not really his fault. I right? think I, I agree. And I. It's like you put Tom Cruise in there and go deliver this line. It's gonna be and the make same, it good. Right. And you can't. And you're you like, can only um, say right. And that that's Harrison Ford's famous thing to George Lucas. Like you can write this stuff, but you. Right. You know. Think that his delivery of stuff. I mean, he's like out of one, uh, he's like out of some bad One Direction video with his emo hair flips right, right. and his like angsty goatee and you know. But but when the but how much of that when the guy him? when the guy walks into the dark room and right. you have to have this thing on your face right. and be looking at like three computer screens and go, uh, I don't like society, <laughs> right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, how, how much can, how much how is that good can you right. do that? I mean, so we we saw and it reminds me. In a weird way to review this, I feel like I throw everything around it. Like we saw Eddie Redmayne absolutely horrible, absolutely horrible in Jupiter Ascending. Right. And incredible in the theory. Right. Beyond incredible, like absolutely transformative, like kind of a performance. So I, I have to go with the, be the best that he's done and think that the director just asked for the worst and got it. <laughs> right. So in this, with a, with, a, with a director and a writer and Josh Trank and, but, but and now, all these casts, you know, like, I have to like I have to cut you. Go ahead. Okay, so because you bring up Eddie Redmayne, I have to defend Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending a little bit because right, there are be there are parts where the whole thing is just like off the rails, right? Right. right. But there are some scenes where he's in that movie. You know the scene where they're talking about the Earth, and the one the one person wants the earth and then it's like, Oh, the earth is the most right valuable one. On yeah. And he's, and he's being like really odd and doing this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking really slow and right. deep and low everything. And, yeah. Right. I think in that scene, now people might disagree with I me. I may have to go watch this. I again. think in that scene, actually doing an awesome job of acting is really stupid. I've the, done the, is really, He's but he's doing it yeah. really well, right? Uh, I mean, I, I may rewatch now, that. Just now, at that the scene, end, at, at, towards the end, right, of, towards the end of the movie, he's like losing his mind right, or whatever. Yeah. Then it's just like maybe he's doing that really well. Maybe, maybe the director's going do exactly this, yeah. And then the director goes, "I can't believe you did that exactly the way I wanted it, right? To. Right? You too. That right. was so awesome. Right. I mean, it's maybe it's like I don't know if you're an actor and you're like yeah. tool." Right, yeah. and, and usually what somebody tells you to do, yeah, then is that bad acting? No, I you're mean, doing you you're know? doing your job, and I agree with you. You're doing your job, and you're giving the director who's who's basically there to manage the talent and to get the performance. <laughs> We're so desperate to not talk about. Well, this, I, about and, and well, no, I think I, yeah. There's 
said there about you doing but and, and so about giving your best performance because if you're not on the same page as the director for the story you guys are reading right then you're just re reshooting then you're it just that right for uh, like a hundred times and no one's ever going to get you know the, between between the the full crazy run this thing it's maybe yes hundred minutes number of actors that are in it it's like surprisingly low yeah and, and that's weird from a guy and, and especially c considering the start of the movie until anything does actually happen. happens right it, forever things that i strength amazing and very easy like the, the their pink is i mean okay you go to a new dimension planet earth zero whatever that but they're actually getting their powers through like the rocks and the fire and all these right. things that was that, that was a nice touch the harder i've house who's the stupidest thing on the planet it, it's sorry that scene is it's been corrected because we fixed it but that scene is almost like uh we've it, like literally like we forgot about her right oh yeah she was there right <laughs> oh they already the part go and their planet through the other and then somebody in with like coffee into the right into right. the green room the next thing and goes, she has powers too yeah. <laughs> oh well we can't again and they, can't, so. they can't build a five because why would they ever only only reed richards knows that his childhood friend ben Grimm is you know gonna go on this right so what happens is a very easy fix is she realizes this stands back and she's like and they're like, well, we need to because throw off the inter balance. Also, right. they demanding the thing. She brings them back as it happens in the film. And when they come back, there's a burst and she's on the platform and she gets a dose. That's easy. Well, that's that's easy. Much what happened. Now, he's not room, on our room. And I don't know. But not only is it goofy, but it's like, you know, three seconds long. It, it, right. Exactly. They, they just go, um, just and she's invisible. Right. Throw it and then go look at this. So some of the stuff that I like, you know, when they get their powers in that way, I like that very much. I liked, and it was Trank kind of chronicle thing. Like when you see, uh, when Ben is, you know, you know, in trouble and Reed is like crawling and the angle is done. We all know what's happening. He's, right, he's, right. he's stretching, but the angle is done to just make it look like he's crawling. Right. Like that's awesome. And that, act that actually. Really or, yeah. And it, yeah, it's really effective. You know, in a superhero, but a bit of action, there should be a fight. Right. And like what you said, you know, they're like, oh yeah, we forgot. It's almost like they've got a hand of cards and they're like, oh, I had, this one was obscured. We got to bring doom in. You, you know what it to me actually is it's like we were trying to make this movie for a really long time maybe the studio screwed it up here with doom thought of this by, by yeah. like shoving it feels like a movie that you know he wanted to make and go let's make a superhero movie where there is okay. and Alan never goes up and it's it's us it's getting the power happened yep ben is really mad that was and there is no bad guy at all that's the next film and all of a sudden the studio said no there's a villain we've done test we have to put yeah. in 
have to rework early yeah. that we see this and then he goes all right i'll make like a 10 minute ending where yeah. there's a villain right. and that's all you get like, yeah the, by the time by the time there's an a climax you there was a fight the you know, battle by the time we see as full on right. like the movie is played on fast forward like you're playing it yeah. back and you hit the By you know, 2x right yeah and you don't know where the remote is to stop it right and then right. all of a sudden it's you're just watching just like trying to get that as it, fast what's is you know cast for the like i guess er chops and other things you know watching miles teller in 30 minutes of whiplash 15 minutes 30 seconds of whiplash <laughs> if you get the right scene he has more performance than trying to do like all of the uh, goofy college frat uh you know crap movies that he's been in yeah it's the same thing i mean it, he's not Man, good he's in those really good or really he's not good bad, in those yeah. either but it's not as well he's do what he's, was you know what was kind of interesting for anybody that might be thinking about it because i was is going into the film it wasn't so much that it slandered the other films like sometimes a reboot will be like right. well, those things just didn't get it right we're going to do a real right, right. pirate film or something like that it didn't really slander the other films it didn't acknowledge them at all it moved on and one of the things that was really interesting was the incredible uproar that michael b jordan got because he's a black guy for playing johnny Storm. right uh, right as soon as that news hit and, yeah and, and that went everywhere and his defense of that was always very classy and intelligent and and you're watching the film and you're like this none of it even matters. right like not because he's a black guy playing a guy who's stereotypically uh who is oft white in the stories that that's not that doesn't bother me or affect me in any way he's not even in the movie no like he's in there to to act like the smart rebellious and, and, kid, and, 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 and there's no story there's no story to it anyway like the re real problem uh movie i think is it both takes itself very seriously and is basically a cartoon. Like, yeah. like I said, uh, when we were walking out of the movie, if you took this movie with the exact same script, the exact same stuff happens, animated it, right. put it on like the Disney channel, some Saturday right. afternoon or something Disney as like something. an original Disney fantastic four movie. Yep. It would be awesome. It would, kill. it would be great. It would be it would be a great movie. It, would. it really because would be. if it was for you know like eight to twelve year olds or that, and it yeah. was an anime, yeah. this is exactly how you would make it, right? And you might even actually get more story out of it somehow. But you might. But this movie is trying to be so serious about so many things and is so laughably bad at trying to be serious about anything. Yeah, as we've got uh so we've got uh, uh johnny storm right. dad runs the whole gig right as soon as you have them talking to each other and this whole like rebellious thing yeah. or you know victor's jealous of you know reed and moving in on right. or you know anytime anyone's talking to each other Except kind of early on with uh, Reed and Ben, yeah. you know, things are okay. It's not that big a deal. But, you know, we move on to uh, Ben, once he's the thing, is mad at Reed for leaving. You know, right. everything, everybody's just goofy and, you know, 
childlike in the writing is really almost like a child wrote it. Right. It's right. It's storytelling by people who've never heard a story before. Yeah. And, and for me, <laughs> they, no, you're right. For me, like trying to circumvent, you know, not just because we had time to fill, but trying to vent and lay out like the groundwork for what, what the problem with the movie is, you know, when it works, the director, you know, clearly is doing his thing and the characters are all there. They're very formidable way, but, but it starts with the story and it's yeah. just, that's where the first weak link is and it just crumbles around it. Like when nothing really works, Works. Can I can Miles and Michael these characters for not anything? To say? No, they're on the to say what you um, you don't have to do or to say or you haven't written uh you know some chemistry between people like Sue and Johnny are you know Johnny's the Johnny's of the doctor right. store adopted kid and and in sense. Like up together, I don't get the sense was adopted. So she she would, did you feel like long, was, long ago? Right, and they right, and they're they've been brothers for years. They were years like and years. Just met, and they act almost have not seen each other for many at years least or something. Amy Bell and Miles had as Ben Grimm and, and Reed. At least there was a, a semblance of a relationship there. Like when he gets to. Go Go to the new school, and he's looking out the and Ben Grimm out the window, and he goes, "This is where you, this is you know, like oh, that was interesting." Was and, yeah. and you know, it was too because school, uh, I, I get high school science fair, whatever. That scene was interesting as far as just right, concerned. Yeah, right. And you've got, uh, I don't remember it is the uh, science teacher. Who like makes fun of him, I, right? That, uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's just just goofy, right? Like you know, that's almost to the point where uh, I want the act. Yeah, you know, like yeah. even be in something where you have to say, why wouldn't right. you go look? Just there can only edge be, off of right. it a little yeah. bit and not make him complete moron. Right. High school science teacher. I mean. I mean that was off, you know, the conversation with each other and the room have yeah. some other students and have been have to see what he right, right, I guess with. The God. Here, here's a counter argument. I think Josh should be too, and that it's maybe the editing that everything up. Then go for too much character. You know, too much. Let's blow some. Let's let's move things because they that's what is really love. And if they took this film away from Trank, just you know, away from reason anything in you know they don't think there's any way that i don't think any story would come now actually okay the hook and he thinks that, that he, he should is, be. 
is going book well, by his said, statement. You said that like before the open like said. I, I remember the tweet. I've got a really great version of this. Mine was done. Oh, he, I'd he, love to. See he said, you know, that, yeah, he said he had a real version of this. Yeah, and you know there are times I'll give in certain way they would have had to remake the whole film from he had different of this that's like a whole other people in it i mean it's like (laughs) like secret bootleg no i know i i think I think it's uh i think it definitely a lot better but as i'm watching it these characters are yeah you know really for me i wasn't hating myself really calling me stupid for watching or you know all things that i watching this movie it's weird to rate so but not have and misunderstand I have no affection for me right but the story Or the actors and their story arcs are not right. at the beginning, On, right? That there is some, but the only time develops your movie, and right, and, right. I mean, it's like it, it's For, it's like a comic book to like a whole other level, like, yeah. like if the little right. the words were actually yeah. in there. literally on on and that's not present you know it's it's no except that everything they that say is it, there which they, which is right. even is part where it says stuff Sucker for summer blockbusters. I'm a sucker for do a bunch know, of really special fun effects. action. You know, I, as much as I hate certain films and look, rate them low, I'll come out and say, "Man, this thing was beautiful looking." Special thing. You know the the act. It's because there were bits and pieces peppered in so sporadically throughout the hundred minutes that I thought, man, just do right. I don't think that this film deserves a zero, even as much as I am disinterested by it. 
But everything that was there, and it's not that it just has to live up to the potential of, we live in a really exciting, fun time if you like superhero properties. You know, whether that's Ant-Man, which is a different creature right. than, you know, the Avengers, which is different than X-Men or Batman, whatever. It, I'm not bringing this up because it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just saying, you know, when you have a certain benchmark, and if you believe that the other Fantastic Four films have such a low hurdle to overcome, and you can't even get your shoes tied, then you basically it's almost like a it's almost like a surgical of the film being one me like i didn't have any emotion to it and in a way that almost means it's got to be really low anyway right so if it had if it had just had all of those problems except it got you know the writing right and the characters and the actors were just really bad and the special effects were cheesy it, it would have been like a three it, everything is down so low they don't even try there's not even an attempt to try to surpass that in any way and that's frustrating and that's you know it's almost like it's almost like this film was entertainment novocaine like i'm not in pain when i have a shot of novocaine i can't feel anything right and that's and, how and you know it would, it would be one we should say this before we go right. it would be one thing if this movie was for anybody yeah if there was some, this for? if there know. was someone you could find that this movie was for because yeah. uh, you know we saw it with uh, my 14 year old right who hated it more than me yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he was like he was that pretty rough on it movie sucked he and, wanted you know, so badly to come on the show and, to and tell he, everybody he he will even you know he'll see a movie that i that i roll my eyes at right that has a lot of fun action in it yeah, and he'll go. That was cool, yeah. and I'll go. Oh, that was. Yeah. <laughs> you're young. That was <laughs> saying. Yeah, see more movies, basically, right? Yeah, but you're it, basically but it, saying that. But it has cool action and cool yeah. special effects, and it's you know popcorn fun to watch. Right. And he's 14, exactly. So he goes. I'm it. on board with that, yeah. right? Yeah. And he, this movie couldn't even get that no. out of it anyone. Did. Because it's got nothing fun going on, right. and like I said, every time people are talking, really, every time, every time people are talking, every time Ben says anything to read, it's yeah. it's horrible. The whole yeah. idea that he's mad at Reed, right, was really deliberately right, and like we say frequently too, there's so many things that I really dislike that you could fix easily. Yeah. Something different could happen about Reed leaving that Ben would be mad. Right, right. This was not it, I right. don't think. Right. I mean, as well, they thing to get his garage and he builds it, but you assume based on their but interactions they're like that he helps at the beginning, go on. right? If he just makes an easy promise when he's like a couple years later, instead of flashing, you know, cue to black, fade in, it's like a year later. Have him just be like, oh, this is great. I want to help you. And he's like, we're going to do this together. I promise. Right. And then later he's like, I'm going to this. School. You said we would do it. Anything. Even if the circumstances around their being captured and Reed leaving right. were different. Yeah. Or, you know, Reed didn't escape like that exactly. And, you know, the jerk, the government guy, right. so different story of what happened. Right. Or but somewhere it makes sense that he's that mad yeah but then it ultimately doesn't matter because the fact that he's mad at him doesn't really get much to happen right <laughs> i mean right. it doesn't it doesn't really just like everything else in the movie it's not like you really get anything out of it anyway yeah. so you get it matter later right. 
wouldn't have mattered. It was good. Right. I mean, it, oh, it's so cartoon mindset yeah. and the way everything happens. It's like watching, uh, you know, extended like G.I. Joe story from, yeah. you I know, love it. I'm not gonna let you from ever uh, cartoons, yeah. but ever just as simple as it can be. And He's commenting the, on the characters yeah. have these because we told you that they do. Right. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you read the card that yeah. describes the character for the show. So you know what the, and that's get him, like, real. I can't that he would go and try to throw the studio right. under the bus when they have. Right. As, because there's no way that it can be that innocent. can't be that can't be that clean. Right. right. I it, mean, his handiwork. Probably. You know, I think it's weird. Just my own perspective on your career, because he's done the one other movie. Right. Then he gets like a big, big budget movie, right, with a big studio to do Fantastic Four, and then he rips on it and. And then now what's he going to do? Yeah, right. I don't know. Who, who's who's going to who's gonna sign him yeah, up for the know. next thing? Right. Well, M. Knight still gets work. Um, or whatever it's worth, you know, we, we saw it and we didn't get in 3D, which that's okay. Because it's a bad film. It's a 3D. Because it's a benefit. <laughs> There's nothing really there. If there had been, you would have expected You'd have the, to have the obligatory, action, like right? Reed Richards extending face that kind of thing um for the you know did we get the trailer promise kind of i actually remember the other that i saw there were scenes in the trailer that weren't even in the movie i don't yeah, know where there they, were I don't know where those there were got a cut, couple but action scenes. that's the good movie that like, he made yeah, was right in the trailer um but if you you, know, you say we're not gonna you know the comic book we're gonna go see right you know it's it's actually almost the movie comes very close and now this could be the studio's fault and maybe not his fault entire but the movie all very close just being luckery it had been maybe if you took all of the footage they have for this movie and hours in the editing room yeah you could make just in fun of superhero right. like have that potential it's but there a lot it, so i got i got an easy question but for you. you know there's going to be more of them too so oh, i know if moving on anyway if because next week is like you said the man from uncle right it's also straight out of something i think by the interesting yeah if you see one but you could it would yeah. Yeah, you have no interest. Uh, Straight out of Compton. No you know, no NWA fan, no no uh, uh Easy E like I actually was a fan. <laughs> I mean, I was there. Oh, whoa. Did you I, hear that? The mic I, just I, look at that. I, I was, was there. You were in Compton? You know, no, you mean during the I didn't time hang with them were, oh, or anything. Yeah. I need to know this story. <laughs> we got 2 minutes. Tell me this story. No, uh, there there's just uh i phoenix actually but i was like back and forth to la like yeah. all the time and i was around that area when that was 
when the stuff so that happens in the, in the movie this is awesome. happens yeah. and then there was in bizarre backlash yeah, and all you this know, volatility people and... wanted them arrested yeah. just because they sang this song i mean right. i was i was like there at that, at that time, time. Yeah. when that was going on and yeah. i i was a fan of yeah. the music yeah and it, you know the first that I ever listened to at I mean I was young at the time when I was like this is like high school I right feel out of high like school. yeah 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 okay I was like I feel like I should hate this right and I like it right. it's really cool you yeah. know and I I think actually too that you know there's a lot of about and the clarity and everything and it you know the time Right. It was like they were it at was the, the right, right time. time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the Beatles were not like the right time. Right. They were just the right convergence of really talented people right. doing something. Right. And they got popular. NWA and go. Easy E got popular because then it was like everyone hated them. So right. then they were more popular right. yeah, because, yeah. you know, but I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of interested in the story. I don't know that I'm super interested in the movie, in the movie and how we're going right. to try and sell it and i'm pretty interested it, but and, it's I, and cool. i will see both of them yeah i i'm nervous about man from uncle and i'm pretty hopeful for i'm nervous about the man from uncle too anyway. but everything i've seen of it looks pretty good that, we're going to see one of those and, for next uh, week yeah okay yeah i think we're probably going to see man from uncle we'll probably do the man from uncle on the right. show yeah, anyway, we may see. i don't know Maybe both. but uh not out of time anyway yeah. Thanks and uh, keep the email in and us questions. Movies, maybe you have a question about uh, something for us, especially but, for uh, Eastman. Share ratings, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.